Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this week, our guest is Richard Corperson with Corperson Jacobs and Laboda, and also Corperson and Jacobs Insurance. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. So, you know, l- last time we covered a lot of things about Social Security and, and getting Social Security disability. We touched a little bit about, um, you know, the Medicare, Medicaid, um, affordable care and things like that. But I, I think that that's a a, a much bigger issue. Um, and that's why, you know, wanted to get you back on the, on the show again. So can you kind of give a, a, you know, 100,000 view of, you know, which kind of each one of them is, and then we can kind of dig into it a little bit more? Yeah. You know, what we found is, you know, with the law office, we help a lot of people get their social security disability and supplemental security income. Uh, most of the time when they come to us, they don't have any kind of health coverage, um so we found i mean we can't we need medical evidence we need doctors treating these people finding out what's wrong with them what limits they have in order to make the the disability case and in addition they they these people have serious problems that 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 really need help so um and what we found found was that in the um uh the health insurance area getting coverage from the medicare medicaid and affordable care act being an attorney was meaningless. You you had to ha- be licensed through the health insurance uh, office. So so that's why we set set up the different agency. But yeah, in in a nutshell, the, there's really um, three main possibilities for for individuals to get uh, health insurance coverage. And uh, the 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 first and probably the best is Medicare. And there's only two ways to get Medicare. Uh, you either have to be 65 years old or you receive Social Security Disability Insurance for 24 consecutive months. Then you, you can get those are the only two ways to get Medicare. So, again, a lot of our clients, if we help them get the Social Security, they're then eligible for the Medicare. Medicare is the best of the bunch. And, you know, seniors ask any senior citizen, you know, me included. Um, it's it's very good coverage. The 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 price is very reasonable. Part of it you don't pay anything. Part of it's a really reduced premium. Uh, your choice of doctors is just amazing. I mean, al- almost every doctor uh, takes the Medicare. You know, they've worked out a reasonable payment plan for the doctors. So right. Medicare is is really the gold standard. But again, you, it's an insurance. You had to work so many years and pay into the system to get Medicare. And then on top of that, you either have to be 65 or disabled. But again, for our clients you know, that, that we help, they are eligible. But then, uh, um, well, then I'll just do the, the um, aerial view of, of these programs. And then we, could, we can talk more about the different options right. within right. Medicare. Right. Um, Medicaid is, um, that's like a welfare program. You, you, if you never worked a day in your life, you may still be eligible for, for Medicaid. Um, most states 
Um, under the Affordable Care Act, they required the states to extend Medicaid to all low-income people. Some states, uh, like Florida, did not adopt that part of it. So in Florida, uh, even though um, you're destitute, you have no income at all, you're not eligible for Medicaid unless you have some other criteria. You have to prove you're disabled, pregnant women can get it, that, that kind of thing. So Medicaid um, uh, is, is one option for low-income people that are not getting their social security disability. Uh, the, the problem with Medicaid is uh, choice of doctors. Medicaid, again, it's a welfare, it, it does not pay the doctors very much at all. So a lot of doctors don't accept it. So you have really reduced options as far as which doctors you want. But if if you're low income and you meet one of the other criteria, at least you have something. And and mainly for the catastrophic care, you know, if you go into a hospital or that kind of thing, then Medicaid will, you know, cover you so you're not stuck with a, you know, million dollar health bill for the rest of your life. And then the third option, if the person is not eligible for either Medicare or Medicaid, then they can apply for coverage under the Affordable Care Act. And um, that covers, again, in Florida, you have to have a certain amount of income, but you don't have to be disabled. You don't have to have paid into any insurance. It just offers certain, uh, I guess it's under group type of eligibility because it's such a large group, uh, different coverages for, for different people depending on their uh, financial situation. And if, if they are eligible, it's it's pretty it's good coverage uh, um, again not as good as Medicare but it's still good and um, drastically reduced rates you know than these people would have otherwise had to pay if they didn't go through uh, the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, I know from a I'm going to say from a tax side on on that one you know you can get uh, advanced premiums um, advanced credits on your premiums which help reduce it. Um, but I know that, it, and a lot of people have worked this out when it, when that first came out, a lot of people were saying their income was lower because it was, you know, based on, okay, here, fill out the form online. Well, then what happens is when you file your tax return, they true that up with what your income is. So, you know, if you ever, if anybody ever has to do that, make sure you tell them the right income. Otherwise it's, you're going to get hit on your, on your income tax return for the difference. We deal with the government every single day. And if I have one word of advice is, yeah, be truthful, painfully truthful with, with the government, because, yeah, it's, it's no, you don't don't lie to the government anytime, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, right. So they'll get you one way or another. Right. Right. So um, kind of going going back, you know, again, the the. Medicare is, you know, for 65 or older or somebody who has been deemed um, disabled in the eyes of the of Social Security. Medicare or CAID is for low income. And then the, you know, the, the state policies or whatever are, you know, you don't qualify for the other two. So you kind of kind of go there and you can get it for a reduced rate if your income is low or lower. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, can you talk more about, um, uh, you know, again, we talked before about if somebody, you know, you guys helping people get, get, um, you know, social security disability, but like you said, you, 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 you're trying to send them to the doctors, 
but they don't have the, the insurance to be able to go to the doctor. So how do you help them with all of this? Uh, well, most of what we do with the Culbertson and Jacobs um, is help them with all their different options with, within, you know, the Medicare. You know, you have all kinds of different options. Uh, but to answer your question, um, it, it's really tough. I mean, there are some, some people borrow money and, and pay cash. Uh, there are some clinics. Uh, you know, I guess that's the uh, the very last option, but some counties in, in our service area have their own clinics for low-income people. Um, some, uh, uh, you know, churches and nonprofits will run some clinics. And again, there's always way tremendous demand for the services of those uh, clinics. There's more people than they could possibly serve. So they're always right. stretched really thin and there's limits of what they can do. Uh, but but as a last resort, I mean, that's that's something people can try um, in in Florida. If you have and I, I assume it's this way in most states. But uh, if your um, health situation, if, if it's an emergency, the emergency rooms have to treat the person. Of course, they're going to bill them and they're going to get a bill and all that. But at least they, they get the treatment. But, you know, and that doesn't help with the ongoing uh, situations like diabetes where you need insulin and, and, right. and all, all that stuff, but at least when it's an emergency situation. So those are the main three, beg, borrow, or steal to pay for it, clinics, or use use the emergency rooms. Now, in, um, for, for people who um, are reaching the age of 65, you know, what is it that, that they're signing up for when they, when they hit 65? That's Medicare. Okay. So, but that, you know, but if, if they, if they have um, reached the age of 65, but they haven't retired, how, how does that work with their current insurance? You can still get the Medicare once you're 65. And it's kind of interesting. The government moved up the retirement age for social security. You know, now you have to be 66 years old in, in so many months and that's right. moving uh, each year, but they've kept the Medicare eligibility at 65, and there is no income. Uh, again, it's not a welfare; it's an insurance, so the, you can be a millionaire and still get uh, Medicare. So, yeah, anybody who's turning 65 definitely wants to uh, to to look into it. Now, what happens if somebody doesn't sign up for it at 65? The uh, well, there, there's the four parts of it. Two parts of it have a premium where you pay each month. And it's a little complicated, but if you have an alternative coverage that's equal to Medicare, it's not a problem. You can just go ahead and, and get that continued coverage. Uh, you know, when in doubt, contact the, the Medicare office, but, right. uh, or again, someone like, like our agency that, that, that can tell them. Uh, but otherwise, if you're eligible for, for part B and D, and you, which have a premium, if you don't get it, and then you later on change your mind, um, you, you have a the penalty, there's a penalty on the premium. For each year that you did not get the coverage you're eligible for, the premium goes up about 10%. So okay. uh, if, if it's uh, like $160 monthly premium, it would then go up, everybody else would be paying 160, you'd be paying 176. 
it was two years, it would go up 176 plus 17, and it would go cumulatively for the rest of your life, you're going to be uh, paying that penalty. Right. Now, I mean, because I think sometimes people, you know, again, it's all about education. And I think sometimes people just don't understand that it's like, okay, I, because I, I, I can tell you with, with my mom, when she retired, you know, she was like, oh, well, I still have my health insurance through, you know, my, you know, because she was a, a, a teacher. So she still had her health insurance through retirement. Well, mm-hmm. and then, you know, when she put claims in, they're like, well, wait a second, you're retired. We're not supposed to be the primary anymore type thing. And then she kind of found out the hard way about what you're talking about. Um, but we were able to petition them to get that, to get them to, um, I guess, reduce the penalty. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. What I just told you was the perspective from um, the Medicare point of view. Right. They, like in your mom's situation, private insurance companies can have their own requirements in the group policy where they require the person to get Medicare. Right. And, and so say you're in, covered by Aetna, such and such an insurance, you turn 65, you don't get Medicare, that provision kicks in and Aetna will say, we were not going to pay you the full amount because you should have got your Medicare right. and they should have paid, you know, whatever, uh, 80% of it. So, um, so yeah, the, so people have to watch out there. Yeah, what, whenever, that's why I said, that's what we got into this. It's, right. this and, and we haven't even got into the A, B, C, D right. stuff and everything. Uh, it gets very, very complicated. Another side area where people run into problems is the veterans. Um, you know, if you're a veteran, uh, and you may be eligible for treatment through the, the VA, um, right. that doesn't count as an alternative coverage uh, because it's not health insurance coverage. They're just treating you. Right. So veterans could run into problems. And again, it may never be a problem as long as what they need, they can get through the VA. But we've seen people that uh, may run into something that the VA won't cover, that Medicare will cover, that then they need to switch over. And then they find out years down the road Oh, wait a minute, you know, that, and, and there are, they have options where it doesn't, the, uh, in many, many situations, the veteran doesn't have to pay the full premium because there's options through one of the various Medicare options where insurance companies offer special coverage for the veterans, recognizing that the VA is going to do most of it. Right. And then you also have the, who, who, like in your mom's situation, who, who pays first, who pays second. There's all kinds of rules on that. But if you have both of them, uh, for example, my wife got very ill and, and um, she uh, uh, she had a lot, a lot of medical expenses and she had a, a, a private insurance. She had worked for, for Orange County in Florida. And when she became disabled, she, she could continue the group coverage. And then she got the disability and was eligible for Medicare. A lot of people would cancel that private um, right. insurance, but um, she was under 65 and you can't get a, a supplement and that kind of thing. And in her, her situation, she, her illness required at least a million dollars worth of treatment, maybe even closer to like $2 million. So I, I paid that premium for the, the yeah. private, you know, uh, you know, I gladly paid it oh, yeah. because yeah, then every, everything between the Two was covered. So again, each individual situation, most people would see that wouldn't make sense for them to to keep that that other one. 
And once somebody turns 65, then it wouldn't make sense because then you can get a supplement. And that's the ABCD stuff. Right. So, I mean, talking about that, I mean, can can you kind of give us the lowdown on that? What's what is the difference between the the A, B, C, and D? You know, when yeah, when it comes to to Medicare. Yeah, you know, like I say, the the uh, I wasn't aware that it was as complicated as it was. You know, and, until I had to go through the process. I turned sixty five a, a few years ago. Right. And uh, I, I just looked at the different options, and I'm I mean. Yeah, I'm a lawyer, and and you know it, it took me quite a while to 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 figure out. Um, but m- basically, with Medicare, there's Part A, and that covers hospitals. Okay. That's free. You know, if, you know, and and if you work so many days in your life, even if you didn't work enough, people they let people buy into Part A, where they, I don't have to pay a premium because I worked, you know, more than 10 years in my life. So part A is free. It, it covers the great majority of the hospital coverage, not all of it, but the great majority. Uh, so I don't have to pay anything each, each month. So that's easy. You, you get that uh, regardless. If somebody didn't work their whole life, they, they would have to pay a premium, but they could buy into it. Uh, part B of Medicare covers um, the non-hospital stuff, doctor visits, um uh different uh um testing you know that kind of thing right and again it doesn't cover everything but it covers the great majority of 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 what what you would need and part b is not free you have to pay a monthly premium for that and um uh it just changed i I believe it's 148 now it was 160 for the for the the income, if your income is above the hundred forty-eight thousand, then then you have to pay a little bit more. Oh no, no, I mean there's there's regardless of your in. Well, no, no, it's oh yeah, it's one forty-eight. But then as your income goes up, so does the, the premium. Right, right, right. But the basic one I think is one forty-eight. Right. Um, and uh, again, it's it's optional. It's, if you have an alternative coverage, you you don't don't have to get it. If if you don't get it and change your mind, then there's the uh, the penalty. And that's what's called the basic Medicare coverage. Um, The government found out a number of years ago, though, that the problem with Medicare is there's no um, uh, savings possibility for like PPOs, HMOs, that kind of thing. It's just a straight pay as you go, wherever you go. So to enable that, that savings to happen, uh, the government passed what was called Part C, which allows um, what they call advantage programs. And basically, on those programs, you trade in your your Part A and B. You still have to pay the premium. You trade that in, and you get whatever coverage uh, this this company, Humana, Aetna, whoever it is, and they they have many 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 different companies that offer many many different options. You basically trade it in for whatever that company. Um, provides the company has to uh, provide at least the minimum coverage that Medicare A and B cover, but they're allowed to add things like Medicare A and B don't cover uh, vision or hearing or, or dentist. Many of these part uh, uh, advantage programs do, and um, so so that's a, a basic coverage A and B. Uh, part C coverage is you trade that in for the one of the advantage programs. And then there's also part D, which covers drugs, prescriptions. 
which, you know, that was passed, uh, well, under, I guess, George, George, George W. Bush, where they pay for um, a lot of prescription coverage costs uh, for people, people on Medicare. Um, and then there's one other uh, option that comes into to this is the supplements. So uh, like right now, what I have, I have A and B, but it doesn't cover everything. There's right. some stuff left for the hospital. Um, uh, with the doctors, it only pays like 80%. There's co-pays and all that. So in addition to the 148, I, I pay a supplement coverage uh, that then basically covers everything else. And and I, I don't have to pay anything out of my pocket. And uh, for, for someone like me, I mean, I can I can afford that, you know, and, and I feel good because I, I can go to any doctor in the, in the country that, that takes Medicare. I have the options. I'm going to have a little more options as far as types of coverage that may be covered under that that's not covered under this uh so so i'm good with that um with the the the, the a and b plus well plus i have d plus plus the the supplement um but many of our clients they really can't afford that and and if you're under 60 if you, once you're 65 the law kicks in that um, the sup if if the in, insurance company offers a supplement, they have to cover you. They can't do any kind of screening, you know, if you have pre-existing or whatever. So once you're 65, if you don't get, you lose you lose that option, and and that you might not be able to get a supplement uh, if you wait. But if once you're when you're 65, they have to cover you and, and keep covering you. So, um, so, so with that, so if we go to a whoever, an AARP or anybody else to get supplemental insurance, you're saying at 65, they have to cover us. But if we were to wait until whatever, we're 70, they don't necessarily have to. Correct. Okay. Okay. Again, you, you'd have to go through the screening and if you, you know, had terminal cancer or something, right. you know, they're not going to cover you. But uh, yeah. Um and the uh, uh, and like I say, for 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 me, it, that that's costs more. Again, that's the Cadillac of all the coverages, but that that costs more. Um, most of our clients, you know, they get like eleven hundred a month, twelve hundred a month Social Security disability, and 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 that's it. They and even paying the one hundred and forty eight dollars a month, you know, it's more than ten percent of their their income. Um, so for them. And they might need dentals. You know, somebody might, their teeth might be a mess and dental is the most important thing to them. Same with vision or, or, or the hearing. Every one of our clients is different what, what their needs are. So, but that's where they have all these options under the Advantage Programs Part C, uh, where, where those can fill the, the individual's needs. Some of those programs it varies, by the way. Each county has their their own different coverage in in the country. So you may see some of these TV ads where call us up and give us your zip code, you know, they, and they can tell them what's available in 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 their county. Um, but uh, um, so again, our clients, uh, they, um, oh yeah, the one the one thing you give up, the one thing you give up is the doctor's options under the advantage programs the re the way they're able to save money is they get groups of doctors that work together and say look we'll we'll treat all these people you know and and they 
provide the coverage and uh, they're able to save money instead of just going to, to, to you know, any, any doctor. And right. um, so that's, that's the one thing you give up with the Advantage program. I tried the Advantage program for, for one year, um, which you got to be careful, but there is that exception. I said 65, you, you, they have to, the supplement has to provide it. There's one exception that kind of gives you a, 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 you can try an Advantage program. And if you come back within a year, then uh, it, it, they got to cover you. But okay. be, careful, you know, be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it. I tried the Advantage program and um, I, I saved a lot of money. Uh, again, I, was, I didn't have the same choice, but I had an excellent doctor. I mean, fortunately, you know, knock on whatever, uh, I didn't have any major medical expenses, but it covered my primary care doctor. It covered my uh, prescriptions that I didn't have to pay that much. I had to pay pay a little bit. Um, and the, the, uh, again, I had the extra. I, I didn't, I, I used the, the vision because I, I wear glasses and I got I saved a couple hundred dollars there between the 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 right. visit and, and they they give you free glasses, which Medicare is isn't going to do that. Right. So overall, and they give you by the way, again, every option is different. But uh, the one I had gave me like seventy five or sixty dollars a month for non prescription, like over the counter stuff. If you need, you know, Advil or okay. whatever, anything you could just about get at, at Walgreens or CVS. Um, so I've, I saved about $4,000, uh, by going with the advantage program, right. again, had an excellent doctor. It, it didn't affect me at all. Now, if I had something major, you know, who knows, sure, but, right. and, and again, they still have to provide the basic coverage, but it not, it might, might not have been, you know, the Cadillac coverage, uh, that I have with the, the, um, regular Medicare and, and the, the supplement. Right. So um, one of the big things that I'm, I'm getting from you today with everything is when you're 65, sign up for this stuff. Even if you're not ready to start using it, sign up for it. So it's not going to come back and hurt you later. Yeah. Um, very. I mean, this is definitely a complicated, um, you know, topic, especially, you know, if, if you are in, you know, with lower income, which some of us. You may even have our parents that that are lower income that we're trying to help through this process. Um, what have I not asked you about this that you wish I had? Well, well, one thing I did forget get to bring up was the Affordable Care Act stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, in fact, I should have brought it up under the the other options to to begin with. If they don't have Medicare or or Medicaid, um, and they have a certain amount of income, the Affordable Care Act. Is is wonderful for for a lot a lot a lot of people uh, as far as getting getting treatment. Um, uh, other than that, uh, and again, that's a little complicated too. As far as yeah. they have a ton of options, and and that that's part of it is you have so many different options, uh, and even be, you know between the Medicare and the Medicaid, we see a lot of people. I followed up with a lot of our disability clients. Who again were like they get eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars a month Social Security. They got the Medicare. They were happy because they had never gotten anything. Right. But they were eligible. For, there's Medicaid programs for those people in those situations. You and I aren't going to be eligible for any of them. But somebody is trying to get by on twelve hundred dollars a month. You know, with the insurance, with copays, and all that. Right. The states will supplement that, and and 
our clients, once they're they're disabled or they're 65, they can get the Medicaid if they're low income and low assets enough, again, which the great majority of our clients are. So many, many people don't know about those different Medicaid coverage that they'll, some of them will pay the, just pay the premium, 148 bucks a month. Other ones will, um, the, the prescription coverages that uh, the, the Medicare won't provide, the, the Medicaid will pay that. So people in those income situations, that, that, that saves a lot. And what, what we found was, again, you, you see these people advertising, you know, and they push those advantage programs. But for many, many people, the, the advantage programs don't make sense. You know, see, yeah. like I say, for you and I, they, you know, for, for the most part, uh, the regular Medicare and the supplement makes sense. Um, a lot of the people, you know, yeah, they may be eligible for advantage, but they might be eligible for some Medicaid uh, coverage to help and, and all of that. And the ones that aren't covered by Medicaid, Medicare, by the way, once you get Medicaid or Medicare, you're not eligible for Affordable Care Act. They'd say you, you've got something, you know, good for you. We're here for the people that that don't. And and again, they aren't aware of that the that alternative for the people who who aren't on Affordable Care Act. So so that so that's uh, yeah, I guess as far as what people know is that they they need to to look into all their options and make sure that they uh, they get everything that they're entitled to. Yeah, because if something happens, you know, you you can if you have the wrong coverage, you can really really get hurt. Yeah, I think it's you know it's kind of one of those things. It's like going into a restaurant that has a big huge menu, yeah. and you sit there and you're just like looking through pages and you can't figure out what you want. I mean, this is a lot like that because there are uh, so many things. And it, I think it's really important, especially, um, you know, if, if you're on the lower income side type thing is to find somebody, you know, like you or that has a disability or something to, to find someone like you to help them through this process. Because, again, I would think that it would almost be paralyzing to somebody trying to figure all this stuff out. And like you said, I mean, you know, you're an attorney and you're reading through all this kind of stuff all the time anyway. And it's just like, you know, you had to, you know, really figure it out. Yeah. So, you know, based on it. So Richard, how, if people want to talk to you um, because they're, they're having issues, but how can they reach you? Uh, yeah. But I mean, just to follow up on that, you're absolutely right. Anybody, the what we try to get are, are the the people who've just been approved for the social security disability. I think most people that turn six going to turn sixty five know, but yeah, anybody who's yeah. getting ready to turn sixty five or who, who've been approved for social security disability definitely need to talk to somebody. Again, not necessarily somebody that's advertising just for one right. one thing, but somebody who's who's going to help across the board. Uh, they would call uh, Culbertson and Jacobs uh, Insurance Services. Um, 407-895-0000, or they could email info at cnjagency.com. Great. Richard, I I appreciate you coming back on with us because, I mean, to me, you know, I'm not that far away from, from that 65 and, um, I, you know, a lot of decisions need to be made, but I think that that again, like I said, you know, we have a lot of clients that that are of that age and they're not sure what to do. Um, so, you know, I'm certainly glad that there's guys like you out there that are going to be able to help them through this. So, I really appreciate your time. Glad to do it. Give us a call when you get close to 65. 
I will. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, this week our guest was Richard Culbertson with Culbertson, Jacobs, and Laboda and Culbertson and Jacobs Insurance Services. I will see you guys next week. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.